Weekday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to The Soul of Business on Money FM 89.3. Today we speak to Priya Balraju, Manager Marketing and Communications, Better Barista, about their efforts in providing more opportunities to those less fortunate in modern society to work and gain a sense of self worth. Better Barista was one of the first social enterprises that began as a customer of DBS's Social Enterprise Package, a banking package specially designed for social enterprises, which helped them overcome financial problems that they faced in the nascent set and kickstart the business in 2011. In 2015, Better Barista received the DBS Foundation Social Enterprise Grant, which is good news, I'm sure, and you put it to good use. Welcome, Priya, to the show. What are your thoughts about the opportunities available for those less fortunate in modern society, particularly here in Singapore, disadvantaged youth and underprivileged women? Thanks for having us. Um, well, we think that there, you know, there's quite a lot of people out there who need our help. Mm-hmm. Um, we come across lots of people who've fallen through the cracks of society. Sure. Um, in Singapore, these gaps are further amplified due to reasons such as the gender gap, you know, gap in employment. When you leave the workforce for a few years, joining it is always a, a difficulty mm-hmm. in Singapore, we find. Um, requirements for entry-level jobs increasing year on year income inequality and also cultural and family cycles. These are some of the issues that we we face day to day and that's where the groups of people come from. We work with lots of marginalised women and youth at risk, as you correctly mentioned. Okay, now, full disclosure, I think it's important to state that it's easy for people to assume that I have it all together. I present a radio show, I'm a, a personality. But the truth is, when I started out in my career, I was not necessarily underprivileged, but I certainly felt a gap between my education and my aspirations. And I think a a lot of it is that. I mean, a a lot of people forget that there are gaps we can all fall into. And it isn't just someone from a broken family or parents who happen to be in jail. Anybody can actually end up in those cracks. And we don't spend enough time thinking about that. What do you say? I think you're absolutely right. You know, all the issues that you mentioned are, are completely valid, but also people with mental health issues. Right. You know, people who are single moms um, and people who, yeah, just come from abusive relationships, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to get back on their feet. Right. These people, I think, are the ones that people don't really see because... We don't even really think about it, do correct. we? Correct. But, you know, these people are everywhere in Singapore and they, they need help. So that's what we try to do at Better Barista. All right. Now, the surprising thing to a lot of Singaporeans might be that there are disadvantaged youths, there are underprivileged women. You know, we're an affluent society. Why are there individuals like this in our society? Why haven't their issues been better addressed? Mm. I think, you know, like the reasons that I mentioned earlier with the gender gap and all that. And also, Mm -hmm. I think... There are um, people out there who are trying to help these mm-hmm. individuals and these groups. Right. However, not many of them reach the level of impact that is actually needed mm-hmm. to get them out of the cycle. Right. Like um, a lot of people offer programs that are just focused on skills, you know, which helps them in one aspect. But there's no emotional resilience that is 
part of this training. Mm-hmm. So when they come out with a skill, a new skill, they don't really have the emotional capabilities to go into the workforce and use that skill. So they often end up back in the cycle, back in a place that doesn't cater for their needs and they often end up jobless again after mm-hmm. a short period of time. It's a And it's a damaging cycle. It is. And it's a it's something that I think um, people need to realize that it's more than just, you know, I'm just going to teach you how to do something, but you need to help these people like get out of the cycle and move up in the socioeconomic, you know, status right, that they're sure. from. Yeah. So I think that's that's one of the reasons why people think there is the, there is help, but there is a certain level of help, but we need to go deeper. Okay, do you think there is a disconnect between this group of individuals, the underprivileged women, the disadvantaged youth, them, their aspirations, and their understanding of the help that is available to them versus the help that is available to them and the people who want to help? Do they even know what what they have out there for them? So for us, when we work um, in our holistic training program, we we only get people who come through referrals. Mm -hmm. So we work with um, various associations who refer people to us. I think there's two groups that we work with, right? The youth and the disadvantaged and and women. Um, So for the youths, I think there is more opportunities, you know, if you are coming out for, let's say, for example, ITE, mm-hmm. there's many work and train programs that you can, you know, join and be part sure. of. However, as a woman, there's a lot less. Mm-hmm. You know, there's basically two, us and another one that does um, training regards to social media. So the opportunities for women is, and women with kids especially, is, is um, there's a huge gap in terms of what skills they can pick up and where they can then work after they, are, they have finished their training. Okay, we're speaking to Priya Balraju, Manager Marketing and Communications Better Barista. We're talking about opportunities for those less fortunate in our society to be able to work and gain a sense of self-worth. Now, that's interesting that you say that because as a woman, again, you know, I think at the end of the day, we can only relate it to our own stories. When I had my children, I stopped working for four years. When I wanted to come back into the workforce, it was incredibly difficult Mm. because a lot of people I spoke to trying to get a job from said, well, you know, your skill sets aren't relevant anymore. You're kind of rusty. You haven't you've been out of the job market for four years. What are you really worth? You know, and that is as real for someone like me as it would be for someone who is a single mother trying to get that job to help to support that child of hers. And you're saying that there's basically two, yourself and another entity that helps women. So is there enough help for them? I think there's always room for more. Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that every time we send out, we open up for applications, we get so many. And I'm sure there's and many you can't others have them all. out there. And these are people who are just interested in coffee, right? Because right. that's the people that we want to attract. But I'm sure not everyone wants to become a barista. Right. So there's always rooms for other skill sets and other, other companies to do something similar and groom individuals to do very, many different job sets. So what there. do you think the stumbling block is in relation to women? Well, I think they do, requ- especially f- single moms, mm-hmm. women with kids, they do require flexible work schedules and sure. you know the, the need to leave early and stuff like that. And I mm-hmm. think that's something that not all businesses in Singapore have accepted as part of their you know workplace culture. Mm-hmm. And so there is some stigma around that still. So I think that needs to change. Like we need to accept that women are 50% of the workforce, I can say here. Like yes, we all need to work. So I think that's something that more companies need to accept, you know, they need to be able to have more flexible, maybe some days work from home, some days you come in late, some days you leave early, but they still get their job done and very well, I'm sure. And we're a lot better at multitasking. (laughs) Can I just put that on the record? (laughs) I agree. (laughs) 
All right, let's bring Better Barista into the conversation. Tell us how it was developed. Tell us about your objectives, your day-to-day operations. Let's interest some of those women you're talking about. Cool. So, uh, Better Barista was started back in 2011. Mm-hmm. So, we've been around eight years. We just celebrated our anniversary on Friday. Um, well, happy anniversary. <laughs> thank you. And when it began, there was really like three things that, you know, we wanted to tackle, right? The lack of skilled manpower in the F&B industry, limited availability of great tasting coffee. Back mm-hmm. in 2011, the specialty coffee industry was just burgeoning, was very new in Singapore. And also the lack of holistic training and support for marginalised groups, the ones that we work with right now. So in the past eight years, we've really grown and developed into a specialty coffee company, I would say. We have two verticals that generate revenue, uh, Better Barista, which is our academy, mm-hmm. and also Better Coffee, which we've recently launched as part of a rebrand, Better Coffee Co., which uh, houses our roastery. We have seven retail outlets. We do lots of mobile brew bars at events uh, with DBS as well. We're often at their meetings and conferences and events. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's the different business units that we have. And at the end of the day, all of the revenue goes back. Well, not all of it, but some part of the revenue goes back into our proprietary holistic training program for women and youth at risk. Okay, so... What else can society do, in your opinion, to help with these at-risk communities, our youth and our women? I think um, we need to talk more uh, about having inclusive workplaces where these individuals are supported. Mm-hmm. You know, their talents are recognised and where they, can, where they can utilise their skills to the best of their abilities. And this is something that we do as well at Better Barista because many of the people who graduate from the programme actually become part of our staff. Most of them are part of our retail outlet staff, so at our seven retail outlets. But some of them also join the corporate team, right, in business development, in the academy, in training and stuff like that. So we too walk the walk in that sense, you know, where we offer versatile opportunities and even we're launching micro-enterprise opportunities next year as part of a social franchise um, business. Now, it sounds like the response to Better Burris has been great. And I'm going to assume that not everybody who wants to be a part of it can be. No, it is an interview process. So first of all, they have to come through a referral. Mm -hmm. um, And once that happens, there is still an interview process and only those who qualify become part of the program and and go through the four-month program. Okay, I mean, it's not something that you necessarily might be thinking of, but do you know what happens to the women who don't get into the program? Um, I think that they are given other opportunities mm-hmm. um, because they are coming through a home or something like that, you know, right. where they are given multiple opportunities to, mm-hmm. to join different companies and training programs. So mm-hmm. if they don't get through to Better Barista, we try to take in as many as we can, sure. to be honest. And now we're up to four intakes a year. Mm-hmm. Um, we've helped over 100, 100 beneficiaries directly right. um, over the eight years. So I think... There is always room for us to take in as many as we can. But if they don't get through to us, then I'm sure that they're given other opportunities. Do you think there are more youth and underprivileged women out there than there might have been 10 years ago? More people falling through the cracks? I think definitely it is something that we talk about at, um, in the office as well. That, you know, like maybe in the past it was more about monetary needs. Mm-hmm. But now you also have more and more people with mental health issues that sure. are surfacing and they, they also, you know, have a really difficult time going out to, to, and trying to get a job. So I think there's these these things that are more and more prevalent these days. And, you know, you hear about it in the news, right? Like mm-hmm. anxiety and, and OCD and stuff like that. So I think that that's something that we've seen an increase of. Right. Okay. Now, before I let you go, tell us what a, your future plans are. 
So at Better Barista, we're really looking um, at expansion, not just in Singapore, but to Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have projects in Indonesia that have launched in Jakarta. Um, so we're definitely looking at doing more of that next year and in the coming years and also in the Philippines. I think there is also a hope to diversify the social programs that we can offer and to continue building partnerships and in-house capabilities to adapt the programs to impact these populations even more. And um, also a big part of what we do is working with coffee producers and the goal is to ensure that they are also paid fairly and using environmentally friendly agricultural practices in all steps of our business. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Priya Balraju, Manager, Marketing and Communications, Better Barista, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us on The Soul of Business on Money FM 89.3. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.